Hey friends, I'm Elena Davis, your integrative health coach, and I'm so glad you're here. This is the Health Forward podcast where each week we will be talking about different things that move us forward toward a healthier and more fulfilling life. Thanks so much for listening in. Hey friends, welcome back. This is episode eight of the Health Forward podcast, and this week we're going to be finishing up our month-long series on the top four reasons women struggle to lose weight with part four, which is an unhealthy mindset. While an unhealthy mindset may be the last part of this series, it absolutely should not be the last thing you consider when you're thinking about why you're struggling to lose weight or really to reach any goal it should be the first. The truth is, is that you can eat all the kale, never miss a workout, drink tons of water, do all the things we've talked about in the last three episodes. But if you don't do the heart work, the part that addresses how you feel about yourself and the value you place on your health, you're not going to make any true lasting progress. This principle is along the same lines of what we talked about in the first part of this series, which was about having the wrong goal. But it really goes much deeper than that. Your mindset about your health, your body, and really your worth is at the core of who you are. And whether consciously or not, almost every decision you make about food, exercise, self-care, boundaries with others, etc., it's related to it. We can unknowingly sabotage ourselves because of these core beliefs that we have believed over the years or, or people have told us over the years, and it can actually affect our day-to-day decisions without us even being aware. We've all struggled with this at some point, so let me give you an example of what I'm talking about and let's just see if it hits home with you. Let's imagine that I have a client and she's frustrated because she can't seem to make any real progress with her health goals. She's tried multiple diet plans and has lost weight on most of them. But after a few weeks or months, she gains the weight back and she's right back to feeling the way she did before, sluggish and depressed. She starts going through the drive-thru every night instead of cooking at home like she was. She hardly ever works out anymore and she's back to drinking more soda and coffee than ever. This has happened to her time and time again, and she just can't figure out why nothing ever seems to stick. She knows the things to do, but something's missing. She just can't stay motivated. When I get to know her a little better, I learn that she's been dealing with these feelings and frustrations and habits for several years. When I ask her when she remembers first feeling this way, she shared that it all started in college when she and her long-term boyfriend broke off their relationship. She told me about how he had made a few jokes about her gaining some weight and how yeah, I had hurt her feelings, but she really just brushed it off. Then she found out he was cheating on her with another girl who was much thinner and in her opinion, much more attractive. She told me that she instantly blamed herself for what had happened to their relationship and she started trying different diets and workouts in order to lose the weight and it worked. She lost all of the weight she gained in college, but nothing else in her life seemed to change. And after a while, she just went back to the same kind of lifestyle she was living before because it didn't make the difference she was hoping for. She didn't get the boyfriend back. She didn't get the attention she was really needing to feel. She just... She didn't think it made any difference. She became very insecure about the way she looked and she started spending more and more time alone. 
Even when other guys became interested in her, she would end things before they ever got started because she was just so afraid if she couldn't control her weight, the same thing would just happen again and again. And the cycle just continued throughout her early 20s. Can you relate to this client? Do you feel like you've tried every diet under the sun, but nothing sticks long term? You make progress, a little bit of time goes by, and then you're right back where you were or sometimes even worse. Have you had a similar experience where you started to doubt that your body was good enough or that your identity was somehow wrapped up in the number that showed up on the scale? There are a few questions that I would ask my client in this situation and that I'm going to ask you now. The first is, how do you define what being healthy is? So what does being healthy mean to you? Now, I'm not talking about a particular number on a scale or a particular size of clothing. If that's what's popping in your brain when I say what does being healthy mean to you, I want you to try to push past that and dig a little deeper. What does it mean for your life? How would it affect those around you? How would it affect your day to day? The second question is what would it look like for you to be healthy? So I don't necessarily mean what do you need to do. I mean, when you picture yourself as this healthy person, what does it look like? Not just a physical appearance. I mean, that can be part of it. But what is your energy like? What do you spend your time doing? What, what do your relationships look like? What does your career look like? Is it the same as it is now or is it different? How do you go to bed every night? Are you looking forward to the next day or are you dreading it? Really take the time to push deep and think about that. What would it look like for you to be healthy? Your definition of healthy that you just defined a minute ago. The third question is, do you believe that you can actually achieve that? That you can actually be healthy? Do you believe that it's possible? When you picture that healthy person, truly, honestly, do you think that you can become that person? And then the fourth question is, do you feel that you deserve to be healthy? Do you feel like you deserve to be that person? Do you feel like you deserve for your life to look the way that you just pictured? Those may seem like weird questions, but you would be so surprised at how many people have never even thought about these questions and honestly have a hard time answering them. It is so common for people to believe that truly being healthy isn't actually possible for them Or it's something that they don't deserve because of some bad decision they've made or maybe a bad decision they make repeatedly. Or maybe it's something that has been said or done to them in the past. And so they've accepted this feeling and this belief that they don't actually deserve to be healthy. So I want you to take the time to really think about these questions. Really answer them for yourself. Pause the podcast if you need to. Just really think about your answers. Now that you've thought about it, I want to spend the rest of today's episode focusing on ways you can move into a healthier mindset, to move out of some of these lies and beliefs that we've adopted about ourselves and move into a mindset that sets you up not just for weight loss, but for a true life of health. The first is self-worth, reminding yourself of your worth. You were intricately and specifically made to be you. It sounds really cliche to say, but it's true. No one else can be you. 
We spend so much time getting caught up in what other people think about us, or maybe even in something that has been said about us by another person, that we forget what our creator said about us, that we're fearfully and wonderfully made. We are who he says we are, not what the internet says we are, not what our friends or family say that we are, not even what our own thoughts and feelings say that we are. We have to do the heart work of letting that stuff go, of laying down our insecurities in the lies we've allowed ourselves to believe. We have to remind ourselves that we were made by God, and God doesn't make junk. He doesn't make things without a purpose. We were given life and a body to live it in, and it's our responsibility to honor that gift by stewarding it well. The second is to work through the overwhelm. Listen, I get it. Trying to improve your health or make any health decision at all is overwhelming. There are so many options and so many people with opinions about the best way you should do it that it can paralyze you. I'm all for making informed decisions and researching and figuring out which option is best for you, but it's so easy to get caught up in that noise that you end up not doing anything at all. So my advice is to pick something. Pick one action step that you know will improve your health. Something simple. Something we've talked about on here before, like drinking more water or moving your body for 20 to 30 minutes every day. Those are great places to start. And the thing is, is that action begets action. Once you start to make one change and stick to it, the more motivated and confident you will feel to move on to the next thing. Maybe your situation is more overwhelming than most. Maybe, like me, you're dealing with a health condition that needs more specific consideration and recommendations. If so, then your first step needs to be contacting a professional that can help you. And then commit yourself to learn as much as you can from them. Whenever I get really overwhelmed, usually with a list of things I need to do, my husband always tells me the same thing. He says, line them up vertically, stop looking at them horizontally as if they all need to be done at the same time, and just do the first thing. And as much as it may annoy me, he's right. You can't think about changing all the things in your life at once. You will completely psych yourself out. But if you choose one thing to do first, you'll begin to make progress and it will get easier from there. The third thing is you need to have a good support system. It is critical for success. Research has shown that your health is greatly affected by the people you spend the most time with. Now, I'm not saying that if you have unhealthy friends, you need to stop hanging out with them, but I am saying that you need to find at least one person, preferably more, that will have your back and support you, who will celebrate your wins and encourage you when you're having a hard time. It's going to be really difficult for you to make lifestyle changes when the people you surround yourself with are making fun of you for going to work out or for not eating pizza for the third time that week. Again, the point isn't to lose your friends, but to choose carefully who you have in your corner for this journey. Most of the time, if people truly care about you, they will be supportive. And if not, it's usually due to their own insecurities. So keep that in mind. It's usually not about you. It's about them. But when you are walking this journey, you have to make your journey the priority in that situation and not allow yourself to 
be in a pattern of getting caught up with people who are negative or are discouraging or, or honestly who are tempting you to do the things that you know are not going to help you feel better. Now, if you need a group of people to be in your corner who are experiencing similar struggles and have the same kind of goals, join my group coaching program. This is the last week to sign up for it. Registration closes on the 1st, and there are a few spots left, and maybe this is the first step you need to take. I really can't think of a more fun way to get started on your health journey or maybe restart on your health journey than with the guidance and support from a coach, as well as support from other women all experiencing and learning the same things. The group will meet twice a month from September to November, and the meetings are going to be held virtually, so you literally don't have to leave your house. I'm really excited for this group, and I would absolutely love for you to join us. You can click the link in the show notes to find out more or to sign up. I just encourage you to think about what your next step needs to be and to go back Think about those questions that we mentioned in the beginning. Think about what health really means to you. And then really do some reflection and think about, are you holding on to thoughts or lies that might be sabotaging your efforts to be healthy or sabotaging your efforts for anything to believe that you're capable of whatever goal it is you may have. It doesn't have to be weight loss or health related. This stuff affects your entire mindset about life and your whole perspective. So do the heart work, friends. And that wraps up today's episode and our August series. Thank you so much for being here today, for taking the time to listen and spend part of your day with me. I hope that you heard something that encourages you, and I'll see you back here next week for another episode. Enjoy the rest of your day. Please remember that the content in this episode is not to be considered as medical advice and is only intended as general health information. Thanks so much for listening in today. See you back here next week for another episode of the Health Forward Podcast.